delegate, automate, delegate, do. A considerable number of business owners are experiencing problems because they concentrate on delegation and manual tasks instead of automating processes and leveraging the benefits of AI. Me personally, I'm behind in the AI game. I am starting as many entrepreneurs can struggle with to let go of control, delegating things. New VA starting as we're recording this in about two weeks. But today's guest is going to help us discuss all those topics and more. Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show, now a top 1.5% global podcast. So thank you to everyone who tunes in each week and a big welcome and thank you to this week's guest, Chris Troka. Chris, thank you for tuning in all the way from Wisconsin to Florida today. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Vincent. It is great to be here and congratulations on that top global podcast, man. That's a huge achievement. Thank you so much. I try to stay humble in what I do. So I try to eventually stop looking at the numbers, but I came across a site called Listen Notes. And on Listen Notes, they, um, I guess they describe, they, however they categorize the statistics, uh, got, it was top 10. Now it's top 1.5. And it's all thanks to great guests like today's. And today's guest is going to go something like this. He's going to help us find ways to streamline your business operations, marketing processes. He is the founder over at Focused Biz. And he's an established serial entrepreneur, so we'll get some learning lessons from past endeavors. He's a passion for innovation, but as far as Focus Biz, it's a company that offers customizable platform where business of any size can store all of their operational information. Focus Biz also uses AI technology to automate operations and marketing processes. Like I said, those are the two big areas he's going to help us excel in by the time we are done today. With his background in assisting small to medium-sized enterprisers to expand, this episode is going to be filled with value from start to finish. I'm also excited to learn more about why he feels 90% of small businesses lose their customers. So stick around for a great one. But the spotlight story to end of the show this week will be on. No surprise here, the tasks every entrepreneur should automate if they want to scale their business. Chris, you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. Let's go back in time. Beginning of your entrepreneurial career. Let's talk about that transition from either that nine to five or school or any reason that pushed you towards running Focused Biz. Absolutely. So first to start off, I was someone who did not want to go down the college route. I just said, I want to get into the working world. I need to understand how it works, what I need to learn first. And then I'm, I'm more of a hands-on learner. So let's go from there. Uh, I tried school for a month, went to the working world, and then I realized I hate the nine to five lifestyle. It is not for me. Every job that I went into, it was learning a new CRM system, a new process, a new software. And I, I really enjoyed that piece of it. But again, all of my efforts did not come back to me personally. Right, right. It was always, if you want to advance, you need a degree. And even then, we're not going to pay you as much. So I, I said, man, I, I really need to, you know, do something that is going to benefit myself. So nine years ago, I started a DJ business. I started <laughs> DJing for events. Uh, finally, I started to learn more about sales and marketing because I learned how important that was for starting and growing a business. Mm -hmm. So I learned everything from YouTube, books I could read, uh, free courses that were available, Eventually, we started to expand and offer more services from photo booth and room lighting, and eventually started growing a team of DJs as well. And every year, every month that went by, I realized 
wow, I'm putting in a lot of work, a lot of admin work. I bet, I'm doing yeah. the same things over and over. Let's just start automating this. Let's make life easier. And I think a lot of other entrepreneurs go through that same thing. It's wearing all the hats, learning it all yourself, or you got to pay someone to actually help you with it. So that's a little bit about my journey. When I started, I loved marketing so much that I ended up going back to school and getting an associate's degree. All right. Fast forward to today. And now I'm helping other businesses launch, scale, grow their own business. And a lot of that revolves around AI and automation. So just streamlining processes, removing the pain points of other business owners. And I really love just the tools and systems behind all of that that make that happen. So that's kind of what I'm doing today. I love that. I put in the show notes, uh, removing the pain points for business owners. It's saving us time, our most valuable asset by automating. So I'm really looking forward to learning as this goes along. You mentioned start as the DJ, which is really awesome. Then you built a team of DJs, true entrepreneur hustling. What was next after that DJ journey? After the DJ journey? Well, that's still in progress as well. However, I, right. reached, a, I reached a point and said, you know, this stream of income is really great. I can re rely on it. And I realized how much time I was saving through the automation mm -hmm. that I had way too much free time on my hand. And I said, let's start another stream of revenue. So that's when I started uh, focusing more on the marketing, SaaS and software sort of business. So we have both going right now, which is really fantastic. Um, but that was kind of how it started and where it is today. I love it. Well, while we're on the topic of your business again, uh, let's plug your website. We'll do it again at the end. Website, social media, all that. Absolutely. So my business is focus-biz.com and people can find me on LinkedIn and Facebook with Chris Troka, T-R-O-K-A. All right. I got to ask, which business do you enjoy running more? I, there are two opposite ends here. Which one do you find more joy out of? Absolutely. So of course, the, the original inception of my DJ business, that's my baby close to my heart, been growing it for a while. And that one's a lot of fun because you get to take your customer service skills, your knowledge yep. in music, and bring all of that to someone's very important day. So uh, today we actually specialize in weddings. So that's kind of where the money is, where our skill set is best matched. So that's a lot of fun doing that on the weekends. But again, during the week, it's a lot of fun to find different problems that businesses are having and find creative solutions. And this really allows me to tap in, into my network of other business owners, entrepreneurs to see what they're doing right. And it's kind of this big collaborative effort on what tools and systems are you using? How, how are you removing friction from the buyer's journey? Mm -hmm. What are you automating to make things simpler? And those principles and tools I started to apply into my own business before I even had a CRM, I was pencil and paper. And this was 2018. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, there's tools out here to make this way easier for me. So enter in the CRM system. I started learning more about funnels, the buyer's journey. And I realized so many sticking points, so many pain points and obstacles that my clients would have to go to just to book me as a DJ service. So I realized, okay, how can I make this easier? I created a, a DJ quoting tool where they can pre-qualify themselves because I was getting too many leads. Mm -hmm. I was responding to a lot of quotes, not converting a lot of them. Then I decided, what if we made our contract public? Because I found that a lot of people ask for the contract. They want to see what's involved, but not all of them went forward. And I was like, this takes me 15 minutes each time. Yeah. Let's just make this general, make it, to, make it available to the public. And now things are just streamlined as ever. I'm having people pre-qualify themselves on my website. They're moving forward with the contract. I mean, invoicing, 
uh, chat. It's all in one place now. Amazing. And, and that just makes life easier. I think as entrepreneurs, we're always finding that struggle on how, how, how are we, uh, you know, going to stop pulling our hair out? And again, like you mentioned before, it can be difficult to try to delegate your tasks. Since I don't want to delegate just yet, I said, what can I automate? And sometimes like you can that. do a little bit of both. Now, this is all things that your company can do for others. Yes, absolutely. All right, everyone, be sure. We'll go back to his social, his website at the end of the show. We learned about some of his favorite parts of running the business. Now let's get into some things that can help all of our audience out there. Some of the harder parts of entrepreneurship, some of the more challenging areas compared to when you're at that nine to five. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, I am excited to share that this summer's episodes will be brought to you in part by speaker coach Cesar Cervantes. Specializing in helping you get your transformative message to the TEDx stage. Guaranteed to schedule your free brainstorming session. Visit the link in the show description or CesarCervantes.tv. Yeah, so some of the challenges that I had is basically you're on your own. All the weight is on your shoulders. And unless you're really good at 14 different things, Wow, it is a challenge because now you're your own accountant, your bookkeeper, you're your own marketer, your sales, your support staff. Man, there is a lot to learn. And for a lot of us as entrepreneurs and business owners, we usually have one passion or skill set that kind of leads us into getting into business. Mm-hmm. But not all of us know how to run a business just yet. We're taking that that drive for our passion and learning how to make money from it. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do after that? Because eventually you're going to be so bogged down with the day-to-day that, man, it, it just takes that creative passion that you have for that original skill set you were bringing to the table. So again, kind of like you mentioned, how can you either pass that off to another company? Can you delegate that to someone? Can you automate it for yourself? Mm-hmm. And working nine to five, there just wasn't enough variety. I felt mm-hmm. like I learned my job. I, I saw the process. I realized how wildly inefficient it was and I would improve it. But then... I'm I'm spending only three to four hours a day working for an eight hour shift. I'm like, man, right. this this gets really boring real quick. And the the ladder to you know moving up inside the company can get oh, limited. The rat race, yes. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, I'm working so hard. I have such little time for myself. Mm-hmm. Something has to change. So I decided, hey, why not work for myself? And after years of hard work, it's it's paying off to give me that that time freedom, financial freedom. That I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, there are a lot of benefits and a lot of negatives to entrepreneurship, but those are certainly mm-hmm. some of the benefits. And everybody values different things in life, defines success differently. He is fulfilling his definition of it. But when you made this leap, you mentioned you're doing the courses in the beginning, you're just doing everything you can to learn. What is one of your favorite tools that you've had throughout this whole learning process? Book, app, workshop, you name it, someone that you can extend to our audience. Sure, absolutely. So probably one of my most influential books that I've ever come across is Don't Make Me Think from Steve Krug. And this book was actually focused more around like website development and having the customer go through the journey of what do they experience on your website. But if you take those same principles and apply that to the the sales process, the customer service, the follow-up process, you begin to realize that there's a lot of obstacles that your your lead, your prospect, your customer, your promoter have to go through. And we need to remove all that. That's the friction uh, that we talk about and the sticking points that people get stuck. You need to pre-qualify them. You need to answer questions in advance, what things are stopping them 
it's basically kind of distilling it down to the keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't make them think, don't make them look for the answer. Wrap it up in a pretty bow, present it to them. And if they're interested in your offer, they're going to move forward. And it just yeah. makes um, makes it easier to manage expectations because now you're pre-qualifying, you're finding the right fit, you're answering questions in advance. It just makes you as an entrepreneur and your business look way more professional and organized that you have it all together. I love that. Even the onboarding with the show now from outside people, how there's a cost now to even come on in some cases that mm-hmm. eliminates people who are going to come on the show, not share the episode after it's people. Cause in hindsight, it's not the cost isn't a lot. It's just, I can now filter through people who aren't going to take it seriously, who aren't going to show up on time, who aren't going to be camera ready. All these things that at this point of the show, I owe to our audience. I know I owe to our awesome listeners because they have, supported over three and a half years and you know when this is recording we're still i've got like two months of inventory uh you know i'm just trying to get like i mentioned before the show those 50 states yeah i've mentioned this before it's been a while the loyal listeners have heard it before in the beginning it was to go international then once i interviewed you know guests all around the world i said let me get all of the great work here done in america there are 50 states and i think i've got eight or nine more but Before we find out which entrepreneur Chris would sit down with dead or alive, we're going to hop into this Speak Spotlight story. It's one I think you can add great value from the tasks every entrepreneur should automate if they want to scale their business. In recent years, automation has become a common tech solution for many aspects of business, from marketing, as we heard, to data analytics and reporting. Automating autonomous and repetitive tasks give you and your team the chance to focus on other duties in need of your undivided attention. Business automation is a tool you can leverage to scale your company and promote growth. We got a preview of that today with our guests. But the article says it's not sure where to begin when it comes to automation effectively. So below, they touch on a bunch of areas that you can automate. Maybe one of these is a weak point for you or something time consuming. And we'll go get some feedback after we start out with email marketing, something I've started to delegate. Payroll. There's a lot of payroll services out there. Setting lead appointments, social media, financial tracking, customer service, hiring. Any activity you're not passionate about, these are some areas you can automate. We heard about Chris kind of automating that hiring process. He's pre-qualifying people on their own. He's saving his time, able to spend that time on other areas. I want to touch here on social media, something I started doing also. I was using a website, but it seems to get disconnected Disconnected, excuse me, more often than not. So mm-hmm. I'm trying another recommendation out starting July 1, but... Automating your social media posting will not only free up time, and that's a lot of time, as all you content creators know, it will allow you to increase your audience. Many of these tools allow you to schedule months across of posts. A consistent brand on social media can be leveraged to generate leads, hire new team members, as well as network with others in your industry. Automating these posts will free you up from having to go in and post daily as your company grows. I am doing that with Instagram, but uh, soon enough, we're passing it off, I hope. The next one I'm going to touch on before bringing back our guest, maybe um, I'll touch on this one because I think it's perfect. Any activity you are not passionate about. There are a lot of business activities that tend to, as a business owner, get in the way of our happiness, get in the way of our productivity. There are product and service activities, financial processes, marketing and sales, HR, the list goes on, legal, tax. 
Any of these activities can hamper scale for many reasons, and that does need to be addressed. One reason some of these activities affect scale is that they take up way too much time compared to their direct effect on the company growth. I firsthand experienced that for a long time as a longtime solopreneur. We touched on a lot of automation previews here. Chris, with your expertise, with your experience, what can you give as feedback from this article? Maybe some areas that entrepreneurs should be focusing on to automate. Absolutely. Uh, what I loved about this article is that in each scenario that they provided here, the foundation of what brought them to needing that was the same. It was that the entrepreneur was struggling. They were running out of time. They were wearing too many hats. They recognized a need for automating something in their business. So um, a few of the ones that I loved the most were email marketing, setting lead appointments, and then the customer service aspect, because I feel like that takes the most amount of time. I think social media is another big one too, and it depends on mm -hmm. your industry and how often you're looking to post. But any sort of tool and technology out there that you can use to save you time, I am all for. Um, and specifically within our own software, the Focus Biz app, we have email marketing, the automation piece, the setting lead appointments, and the customer service aspect. We just launched a new AI chatbot that is trained only on your website and the information that you give it. So we are just implementing for my DJ business. We have a, a, a new uh, bot assistant to right. help answer customer questions. Not only can it answer questions about common songs that get people on the dance floor, um, you know, what what time does, does this happen in a wedding? But it can also collect lead information to send them a quote and it has like human that. rollover. So you know, just all these pieces that really come together that help entrepreneurs, you know, grow and scale are so important. Um, and those are the the top three things that I focus most on when going into a business and finding out what things can we automate, what can we make better, how can we use AI to start leveraging, you know, better tools within your business. I couldn't agree with you more. Again, a lot of great points all episode, freeing up time. I mean, there are companies who don't have phone numbers anymore. They only have these chat boxes who are AI. Mm -hmm. I'm finding because they can answer almost everything, but you'll slide a question there and it'll be like the same answer again. <laughs> yeah. um, it's frustrating in some ways. I'm an old school guy in many ways before my time, but it is where it's here. It's not going anywhere. Um, technology for the better or worse, it's going to keep evolving. And there's a lot of good that comes with everything. A lot of bad as well. AI is here. Before we find out his website, social media, one more time, tell the audience, which entrepreneur would you like to sit down with most? You know, I, I had a toss up between two entrepreneurs. I think one might be Henry Ford, basically for his, his, his automation at scale, doing something truly innovative. And I think uh, the second one, if I had that option, is going to be the two gentlemen, I can't remember their name, who started McDonald's. It's not, oh. not I'm not referring to Ray Kroc. He was the one who more franchised it. Yeah, there was two of them. But it was the gentleman who actually created, uh, they recognized this need within the kitchen that it's wildly inefficient. How do we produce the product faster and, and higher quality and get that out to the customer? So I was so impressed learning about their system and their process on how they actually mapped out the kitchen, who's bumping into each other in the kitchen, how do we make this more efficient? So those mm -hmm. are some of the entrepreneurs that really stood out to me that's, that realized that automation was the next big thing. And that's been, what, 100 plus years now, I think Henry Ford started. 
I love when people bring up the titans of industry, those who didn't get the luxury, as I can call it, to hop on Google and mm -hmm. look something up. They had to actually figure it out. Uh, McDonald's even automating more now. They don't even have here in, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida and Tampa. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't eat it often, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when you want a Big Mac, I'm going to drive by and the arches are going to get me. There's no one taking your order, but a machine. It, you know, you're taking your order. It's taking your card and... I'm a big pro-America guy where I think that's taking a job away from someone, mm -hmm. but it's not going anywhere. Companies are looking at the bottom line. They're finding ways. Okay. This initial investment to get this machine is how many hours of paychecks that we're eventually going to save. Uh, one step further, you can pick which of those entrepreneurs, where do you want to sit down with them? Oh man. Um, maybe just on a beach somewhere. I, I want them to just be really relaxed, conversational. Hey, let's not worry about, you know, we can we can chat business. Mm -hmm. Just really, really enjoy and get, get into the nitty gritty details. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining the show. I'm so glad the team reached out. We got you on here now. Be on the lookout for great things from this guy to come. Let them know where they can find your website again, LinkedIn, social media. Absolutely. People can find me at focus-biz.com and people can find me on social media through LinkedIn and Facebook. All right, everyone, go ahead there right now. And the show is at That Entrepreneur Show or at Vincent A. Lancey. Head to YouTube for a video preview of this show because now YouTube has the uh, YouTube podcast. It used to just be a playlist. Now they have podcasts. Unfortunately, just yet, uh, the hosting sites don't automatically distribute there. Mm -hmm. I think that will be something to see in the future. Interesting enough. But... Again, we are signing off from Milwaukee to Florida. Chris, thank you so much for joining the show. Best of luck. Thanks so much. You as well. Congratulations.